Happy Monday, Wildcat fans. It was a tough weekend for Arizona, but as always, where it's still an awesome time to back the A to be an Arizona Wildcat fan, we're going to break down what happened and what Arizona needs to do going forward. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Luke. All right, got a lot to get to this show. Um, first, in case you didn't know, Arizona lost uh, a Saturday to ASU on a 60-foot shot. Um, there's uh, there's not a lot that you can really take away from that, other than that <coughs> I don't even really blame the shot. Um, Arizona put uh, Arizona kept UCLA in that position, or, or excuse me, UCLA. Arizona kept ASU in that position there for a variety of reasons. First, not making free throws. Second, it uh, you know, second there was a, there was a, just a big, big uh, gap. It seemed between the intensity of both teams, and I think that's something that is going to be uh, going to be talked about for a uh, for a lot of people for quite a while right there. But there was just a lot not to like about this game. And first, um, it, you got to start with Azulis Tabellis. Uh, now listen, don't get me wrong. Azulis Tabellis is a fantastic basketball player. We are very lucky to have him. But at the same time, though, um, there are moments when he just appears soft. When there's moments when he just appears that, you know, I don't really care about being here right now. And the ASU was another one of those games, and it's something that I think Arizona fans are frustrated by. But more so than anything, the fact that Tommy Lloyd had to keep taking him out on defense at the end um, was very, very disconcerting. Um, you know, again, I don't know that anybody's looking at Julius Tabellis and is saying that he's Lauren Woods or Aaron Gordon, but you're also saying that, uh, all right, you would hope that, uh, he, you know, when you're a pack. 12 player of the year candidate, you're not going to have to be taken out right there. And that's exactly what happened there. For uh, Arizona, this was a big loss because I think it pretty much knocks you out of a number one seed. Um, that uh, that was, uh, you know, that, that was pretty much evident, I think. Again, um, I don't know that uh, there's really anything you can do about it. Now, listen. I'm not going to sit here and say that if you go and you beat both the L.A. schools that you're not going to be right back in contention for a number one seed because you certainly could be, especially with the way that everybody in college basketball is losing right now. But this was obviously a dispirited, a dispiriting performance right here, mainly because you got a bunch of uh, players out there that, um, you know, just didn't come to play. And, you know, it kind of starts across the board. This team is limited. Um, it is, it's just, I hate to say that, um, but it is. And, uh, while they're good, you don't have a next level type player right there. You don't have the, you know, the, the guy who just give him the ball, get out of his way. And he's about to score. You just don't have that dude. And sleep. Um, I don't know that Arizona is going to, uh, I don't know that, you know, that, that there is that guy. And I think Tommy Lloyd has done a masterful job of masking a lot of that. Now that being said, there's been some interesting uh, there's been some interesting situations right here. He should have had Umar Ballo 
miss that free throw at the end of the game. I don't know why he didn't have him miss that one, but, um, you know, because I think that at that point would have essentially made a long heave the only chance he would have. And by a long heave, I mean something you can't really set up for. Don't really understand why he didn't do that, but he didn't do it. And, uh, you know, Arizona right now is looking at as, you know, a second place finish in the pack. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But first, Built Bar. Now, Built Bar is never finishing second anywhere. I can guarantee you of that. Built Bar is the number or is the number one protein source for anything in the uh, anything in the United States. It tastes good uh, when you come out of the gym. You look forward to having it, and quite frankly, it is just tasty. You get a lot of people that don't like going to the gym, and their uh, their excuse is, "Well, you know what? I don't have to eat something that tastes like paste or chalk afterwards." Built Bar has eliminated that excuse. Check it out. Built Bar, and uh, you can get it in any of your local GNCs. All right, now, we're going to come right back with you. We're going to talk about position-by-position breakdowns and what exactly happened. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Arizona State should be better than they are. We said that from day one. They've got players. They've got some guys that can actually, that can really play. But, um, and they play really, really, really hard. I got to give that to Bobby Hurley. Um, but, <coughs> excuse me. I, I got to give it to Bobby Hurley. They play really hard. But their athleticism can cause some problems. Kirk Creesa, by this time, we just kind of know what Kirk Creesa is. He's kind of meh. I mean, he's okay, but he's going to make some big shots, but there's also going to be a lot of times when he's not going to do anything. Um, Courtney Ramey, I wish would attack the basket more, but he really doesn't. Um, I wish he would do that, but again, for whatever reason, he doesn't. And so that can limit him at times. And Azulis Tabellis just, it's frustrating, but he just looks disinterested at times. And I don't know how when you're a player of that caliber, how you become disinterested or you appear disinterested because you have a lot riding on it. You've got all the nation's eyes on you at that point and you get a rebound and you essentially just give it to ASU for the, uh, for the uh, putback right there. And that is something that I think is very hard to look past right there. Uh, Umar Ballo thought he played well. Um, Again, with Umar, we've always talked about it that, you know, his game is, isn't necessarily predicated on skill set. His game is predicated far more on you know brute athlete or brute strength and getting the ball into the hoop. Um, and that is something that I think uh, you know a lot of people uh, don't really take uh, take for granted. Now I want to give Sed Henderson a big big shout out right there. Sed Henderson has been absolutely fantastic for Arizona. He has been a big-time three-point shooter. He has been a defensive player. He has been awesome. And, you know, you watch him. You watch how he plays. You watch the team around him. And he is just uh, – he is a delight to cover. 
Um, big time player right there. Obviously, love Cedric Henderson. Big fan of his game. And he's the epitome, too, of a guy that you don't really know what you're getting from one of these. Uh, you know, you don't really know exactly what you're going to get from one of these guys until it, uh, you know, they're on the court when you come from a smaller school. All right, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to talk about what this loss means for Arizona. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, this loss probably bumps, like I said, probably bumps Arizona from a one seed into a three seed. Um, now, I think if you go to the LA schools and you win, those are two very, very nice. Uh, those are two very nice wins for Arizona. Um, if you can get the uh, LA schools, puts you right back in the two seed, gives the middle finger to UCLA, which we would all love to have. But um, I also think that uh, I also think that um, Arizona right now is at the stage where. If you don't win, you know, if you don't win one of these two games, then you start looking at the four line and then you got to start winning a couple games in the Pac-12 tournament. So, again, you need to win at least one of these. Uh, you need to win at least one of these games right there. Um, and we'll find out how they are. Again, we've talked about it before uh, that Arizona matches up fairly well with UCLA. Um, and I think that uh, besides that, you know, you watch them and you think that, Arizona can beat UCLA, and again, UCLA can definitely beat Arizona because they're more athletic, they're quicker, they're more dynamic across the wing. Um, but um, at this stage, though, I think with Arizona, it's fair to be the. Uh, it's fair to also say that you got some major problems with athleticism. It's going to be interesting to see how they play against UCLA and Pauly. And you can't look over USC either with Andy Enfield, the job that he's done. So. Again, a devastating loss for Arizona, and you got uh, you're heading to the LA schools. You have a chance to make up for it, but man, you made a little tougher road for yourself than you really needed. Okay, a little bit of a shorter pod today. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Longer one coming up. Again, not feeling the greatest, but tough loss for the Cats. We'll be back with you tomorrow. As always, have a great rest of your wet Monday, and you have been listening to Locked On Wildcats.